All right, all right. This is a uh, comic chat number nine. That's right. I said number nine. Excuse me. This is the ninth episode of Comic Chat. I am your host, Glendon McGee. I'm a nine-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. And I'm originally from Compton, California. Uh, This podcast can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Um, It's Sunday, December the 20th, and uh, it's been a pretty uh, fantastic week. Uh, This weekend, we had some boxing um, Friday night. Triple G made his return to the ring and uh, made some boxing history with his 21st title defense uh, by beating Camille uh, Zameda and by TKO in the seventh round on Friday night, breaking uh, Bernard Hopkins, the great Bernard Hopkins record of 20 title defenses in the middleweight division. Uh, congratulations to Triple G and uh, also <clears throat> Canelo Alvarez uh, won a dominant fight. It was dominant. It, it went the distance. Uh, Canelo won by a unanimous decision and now he seeks to unify his belts. But uh, everybody, including me, wants him to get in there with Triple G one more time because <clears throat> I, um, for one, believe that Triple G beat him the first time, and uh, it could go, it could have went either way the second time. I know a lot of Canelo fans they usually uh <clears throat> want to say that Canelo is unstoppable and unbeatable, and you know Floyd Mayweather beat his ass, and you know it was. He's a good fighter, but um, I don't think that he's better than Triple G. I just think Triple G hits a a little harder than Canelo Alvarez. Um, So congratulations to both Triple G and Canelo Alvarez. I hope that they they mix it up one more time to see who is uh, the best. So uh, I'm happy today because... The, the Cowboys beat the 49ers. Yeah, the Cowboys are having a horrible year. Dak Prescott uh, left his ankle on the field and hasn't been back since week two. And they are uh, five, and, five and nine now. So uh, them beating the 49ers was really the highlight of the year for me because uh, I hate the 49ers. I've been a Cowboy fan. Excuse me. I've been a Cowboys fan since 1989. So I was there for all the uh, the years that the 49ers were killing us with Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. And so to, it's always good to beat them, even if the season overall is a shitty one. And uh, I'm really happy about that shit. So, um... Uh, college football is bullshit. It seems like they always 
want to see the same four teams. The the college football playoff came out today, and it is uh, Notre Dame, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. Like all four deserving schools, but I think all four schools were there last year. I think with the exception, maybe Oklahoma was there last year, but that's that's the school that they alternate in and out. Like I don't think Florida has ever been in the uh, BCS playoffs. I've, I don't think they ever gotten there. Granted that they've had some shitty seasons, but it just seems like it's always the, the same schools, and they only allow like two schools from the Pac-12 to get there, which is Oregon and uh, USC. But um, since USC had a soft schedule and, and Oregon lost two games, they are uh, they were not even in contention or even considered. But congratulations to those four teams, uh, Triple G and Canelo Alvarez, for a fantastic weekend of entertainment and sports. Uh, yeah, but I know I've been doing this podcast for nine weeks and I never really I've never really explained why I did chose to do it I mean I don't even really know it was just that uh I used to be an alcoholic I'm three years in recovery from alcohol so uh I've been uh, going through a lot of changes and I want to say about at the beginning of my um Sobriety. I had a spiritual awakening where I kind of felt disconnected from the world around me and even myself. I was kind of depressed, but I wasn't depressed for my own problems. I was more depressed for the treatment of humanity towards itself. And I didn't know what was going on. So I came across uh, some YouTube videos and they were talking about spiritual awakenings, and I exhibited most of the sim- symptoms. So, uh, therefore, that's what is happening. So, I decided to uh, start meditating and start uh, listening to mantras and studying spirituality and kind of to and trying to um, cultivate a, a spiritual base. And um, this is where my meditations has, have led me. I also started to uh, do shrooms. I shroom uh, regularly, maybe once every couple of months, and uh, it really provides a clarity. I don't use it for uh, for party purposes because there's a, there's a different being that comes out when I, I start to trip. And... Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I am. I'm just, I started this podcast just because I love to talk about spirituality and like the law of attraction and how the universe actually works for our highest good if we, uh, if we ask for it and we actually believe it. But, uh, a lot of us choose to, um, to live in our ego and that's what creates the reality that is full of misery and um, unsure questioning of oneself and what uh, you may be doing in in your journey. But the goal of this podcast is to reach people who may be experiencing a spiritual awakening or 
or maybe looking for some type of answers to where to why their life is flowing in a certain direction and they're attracting certain things whether it be good or bad so i wanted to uh, talk about the the thinking in your thoughts because uh there's a saying i forget who said it it's uh thoughts become things so that means a, a lot of what we put our mind on or what we focus our mind on can become reality whether it be positive or negative and and i try to tell people to stay positive in in all aspects of their life because i was negative and i'm learning how to become positive but when i was negative i was drinking and i attracted a lot of other drunks and a lot of other negative people and my life was in like complete turmoil and it was just i I didn't really see a way out and i kind of lost uh track of who i even was i thought that i was always angry and that, that anger and uh bitterness was my natural state for 15 years because i couldn't find joy in life and i was trying to find joy in alcohol and all that was in alcohol was uh amplified feelings of defeat and distrust in the universe and our creator so um that just brings me to my my first point is uh don't run with uh negative imaginings like because what you think becomes a reality and a lot of us like to to imagine doom like, we like to imagine that this coronavirus is going to take another year to get under control and that people are going to die and that it's just going to be all horrible for us. Like, that could be true, but we don't know that for sure. But if we continue to think and focus on that type of despair and doom, then we all will have manifested it into our reality. And I know that not all of us are going to focus on that. Some of us are actually thriving during this pandemic. But the numbers are so unbalanced against those people who are trying to see the beauty of the pandemic against those who see total doom and despair that the doom and despair will be manifested before the beauty because there are so many people who are focused on just the the doom and despair. And a lot of that is due to media coverage and the media pumping your brain full of doubt and and evil and, and bad thoughts with numbers. And they tell you about death. They don't tell you about who survived. They don't run stories about survivors. They might run a story about a survivor because they really should be dead it'll be like a 108 year old lady who survived coronavirus and they want to run a story about that like is that really a good story or is she just being toyed with <laughs> like because um that that's crazy you know and it just it wants to create a uh my point is it wants to create a negative connotation of the situation to you 
so that you think about it in a negative way and then you attract more negative thoughts because thoughts become things and like attracts like. So if you think negatively, you're going to attract more thoughts like the negative ones you have. So that is what I mean when I say don't run with negative imaginings. Because if you imagine the evil and the bad, that's exactly what you're going to get. Because whatever you transmit through your thoughts and your speech, they create your actions. So if you run with these negative imaginings of the future of coronavirus and and vaccines killing people and all types of crazy shit... We really can't be mad if that is our reality in the next few years because we've been saying it and thinking it and focusing on it for a whole year now. So don't run with your negative imaginings. Also, the the thing that controls our negative imaginings is how we perceive death. A lot of people get sad when you talk about death and say things that are real like, we're all going to die one day, so this doesn't really matter. People get down when you say that. For one, they know it's true. And for two, their perception of death is like it's a monster chasing us and like because it wants to kill us. When in all truth, it's the other way around. We are going towards death every day because death is not a punishment. Death is a connotation. You know, no, a a (laughs) connotation, a correlation of your life. It's it's a culmination of your life. (laughs) I'm using too many C words getting them all confused <laughs> it's it's like a graduation it's it's the end of your life as a human being in this lifetime <clears throat> in physical perception but the way they paint it is if it's something that we have to run from it's like oh you better uh eat healthy or you're going to die before your time it's like that's not possible because your time is already picked before you you got here. So um, don't run with your negative imaginings. And death is not chasing us. It's 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 something that we are earning through how we live, and uh, it's crazy. How we, we, we don't take time to understand that. Um, I wanted, I had a couple, well, not a couple, I had a show uh, last Wednesday at Cobalt, Cobalt Bar in downtown on Central, uh, right next door to uh, Zips. And uh, it was a great show, it's a, it's a gay bar. It was put on by uh, Patrick Aiken. He's a great comic here in the Phoenix area. So if you uh, want to know more about that show, you can find Patrick Aiken on 
Facebook, or you can look up laugh at Laugh Missile on Instagram, and you should be hooked up to Mr. Aiken, and you can find out more about the wonderful show that he had, that he has, and um, yeah, I had this show, and I did relatively well. It was um, it's pretty much the same set that I did from El Charo, but it was only like I lost like three minutes because uh, Charles gave me 15 and only got 12 at a Cobalt bar. So I did like the same set exactly, almost to the T, but with less F-bombs. And uh, it was, I think that the one at El Charles Hipster had gotten bigger laughs, but I do think that that set at Cobalt was uh, a better set because the presentation was cleaner and that's uh that's just something that I uh I have a lot of trouble with timing my, out my sets and uh not cussing because I use the uh the f word as um on stage so it sounds like I have a limited vocabulary but I'm really just trying to remember my material because maybe I'm too high <laughs> or I wasn't really focused on the prepared, uh, the preparation before the mic, or maybe I'm just telling a joke that I'm more comfortable cursing and saying the F word like five times in, in one joke. But uh, I say this to, um, to, to bring up my, my point about comedy is like the best material come from like your secrets. Like stuff you don't want people to know about. Uh, most comics call it being vulnerable, but I call it your secrets or your demons, because they always you always think about those things in the back of your mind, and and they trouble you, and you try to hide them from other people. But when you on stage as a performer, this is just my belief. I think that you should try to. Um, Leave a little bit of yourself with your audience on stage because I think that helps them uh, remember you and it makes you a a, a station inside their mind because they feel like they they know a little bit more about you on a personal level instead of just you uh, entertaining them for compensation. So I I say that your, your best material come from like things you don't want to talk about. Like I'm starting to inch into talking about like my mom and and like drinking and all types of stuff that I really don't like to talk about. And uh, I think it's gonna make me a a more round, well-rounded, more defined comedian because there's two types of comedians. There's like there's actually three. There's, like, hacks, and then there's, like, jokey joke comics, and then there's, like, comics who put their, uh, put them in their material, kind of like Bernie Mac did, and Richard Pryor did, and Eddie Murphy did, you know, that, that I mean, when you put yourself in your material, I think it makes you, uh, I think it defines you. I think it gives you an identity, and I think that that's what people come to see, that identity that you create through your uh, vulnerabilities and insecurities. So, 
I say, if you're gonna, when you want a, a, a joke that's gonna last for a long time, it's gonna have to come from your personal life, and it's better that it, if it's something that you don't want other people to know about, because you're opening yourself, and that's uh, one of the key things to performing. Whether it's uh, stand-up, acting, anything stage-wise, you want to open yourself. Because if you're not open, then you can't receive the audience's energy. And then the, the uh, balance will be off. And there won't be a fair exchange. And then there will be a, a, a confusion. And translation will be all mixed up. And then that usually is what create bombs. When comedians are trying to be other comedians who have mastered the craft of being edgy or turning the crown off and winning them. I think that a lot of comedians, they go that route and it sets them back more than it helps them because they're trying to do something that is so far above their experience level that they just sound foolish or they just sound like they're ranting or bitching about something they cannot control. So, uh, yeah, your best materials is gonna come from your secrets, and your and the more vulnerable you are, the better you are as a comedian, because the more connected you are to your audience. And uh, even if you're bombing, I just wanna I wanna say if you're bombing, trying to uh, reveal more of yourself is good because that's part of finding your voice. And uh, you have to find your voice in order to be a successful comedian because along with, you know, the pieces of you that you give out, it's also a sound that you create that people remember. Like when you hear Chris Rock, you know it's Chris Rock because his voice inflections, they they are implanted in your brain. So when you hear his voice, you're like, yeah, that's Chris Rock. And uh, so even if you're bombing, just remember all things are possible with the universe. And when I say that is that's your belief in the universe. If you believe that there is a force that supports you, loves you and wants your uh, and desires for your highest good and desires for whatever you desire for yourself then you will attract whatever it is that you desire because that's just how the universe works. So even if you're bombing with these uh, these jokes that are uh, opening more of you to your audience, if you trust and believe that you're going to be a great comic, you're going to be a great comic. No matter how many bombs you have, no, many, how many, no matter how many sets you do where the jokes just don't seem to work, don't worry about it because as long as you believe and as long as you think that you're a great comic and you make the adjustments that you need to make by listening to your your sets and recording your sets you're going to be that great comic and uh you have to also live in your amazing and Try to limit memories of 
doubt and despair. When I say live in your amazing, live in the way that you believe that you should live. If you believe that you are the next great comic out there, you believe you're the next great artist out there, you believe that you're the best cashier at uh, Walmart, live in that amazing belief and it will be your reality because I think that a lot of us are being led through media and pop culture and popularity to think less of ourselves. So we, we pander. We do things outside of who we are to please other people because we feel like if we aren't true to who we are inside, <clears throat> then we will not have these people around. When the truth is, is that you're lowering your vibration in order to remain in their reality instead of changing your frequency to the reality that you desire. You're telling yourself and you're lying to yourself and and changing your beliefs by these lies, due to these lies in order to not feel the uh, perception of loneliness which all that is a thought too you you can only be alone if you think that you're alone and you believe that you're alone but you're never alone because you always have the spirit and most people don't believe in the spirit most people say well oh if you can't see it then it don't exist then how do you explain air? How do you explain thought? How do you explain my voice being transmitted to you right now? You can't see my voice. You can only hear it. Even if I was standing in your face, you couldn't see the words that were coming out of my mouth. You can only hear them. So that is just proof that Just because you can't see something with your eyes doesn't mean that it's not a a real thing. Which brings me to your eyes, period. We we a lot of our um, our ungratefulness and our complaints come from how we perceive our reality with our eyes. We, we, we get emotional and most of us are down on life because we don't see any growth. And we, all we see is despair and struggle. And maybe that's because you're thinking about despair and struggle and focusing on despair and struggle or surrounding yourself around toxicity. Or it could be that the universe is shifting and you just do not understand what's going on and you may need to take some time to quiet your thoughts and uh, and get in touch with who you really are on the inside because a lot of us live for the world or not even the world a lot of us live for humanity and we neglect the world and then we wonder why the world is sick It's because it's what we focus on. 
We'd rather say, look at your face, look at your teeth, look at what you don't have compared to what I have over. I love you. You're doing a great job. You're awesome. You, you're going to get everything you deserve. Manifestation is yours. You're a divine, beautiful, spiritual being. Like, we don't want to say these things to each other. And that is why the world is sick. Because we don't push out positive energy. We push out negativity. We push out, we push out being toxic. And uh, I'm saying, I'm including myself too. Because I get caught up in uh, shooting jokes on the internet that are negative and saying negative things to people. And uh, it, because it's fun and that's the trick, it, it being fun and us finding joy and um, and perceiving hurt onto others, because it's not really hurt because you can't really hurt anyone. You can only hurt yourself because everything you do comes back and uh, it's, you're a magnet forever. Whatever you give you'll get and whatever you transmit will come to you because thoughts become things and uh this has been episode nine of comic chat i am your host glenda mcgee you can find me on instagram at gm3 comedy uh on facebook glendon sin black mcgee uh this podcast can be found on Spotify, uh, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, and of course on this wonderful streaming platform, Anchor. Uh, I'll be at El Charo on Wednesday. I'll be at Hubby Bubby on tomorrow. Uh, I'm wrapping up my shows for the year so um have a merry christmas this week you guys and uh spend time with your family if you can uh try to follow the covid guidelines so that you remain safe and that you won't end up going to the hospital because we are uh, in some heavy shit here guys so um I just want to thank everybody who listens to this podcast. I'm up to maybe five or six a week. I got seven from my last podcast. Uh, I want to try to make 10. So if you listen to this, please tell your friends about Comic Chat. Um, Till next week, spread peace, love, and harmony. And it shall come back to you tenfold. Have a wonderful week. And a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. And uh, peace to all of you. Goodbye.